Alright guys, it looks like everything is fired up and ready to go. What's going on everyone and welcome to the show. This is episode number 159 of the Xbox Roundtable podcast, your favorite place on Sunday nights to listen to Xbox talk and more from around the gaming scene. Of course, I'm your host Invader and guys, we are finally here. Next gen consoles have finally released and are in the hands of many avid fans. It's a very exciting time. And honestly, the TXR crew can't wait to share our hands-on impressions of the Xbox Series X and S, as well as the PlayStation 5. However, first, let me introduce everyone on the panel, and I'll start with Megatron. How the heck have you been, bud? Doing great, man. Been doing really, really great. Uh, got these new consoles, or at least console. Only got the uh, the Xbox One X, Series X. But uh, it's been great, man. 19 years of Xbox. And I've been there since day one. I've never missed um, a console launch, man. I've always been in the lines. And I've kept up that tradition. And I picked up my uh, my Xbox from uh, GameStop, man. And I'm ready to go. It's hard to show, man. It's been it's just so many great things, man. <clears throat> wow. Has it really been that long? 19 years? Damn. Yeah, 19 been beta testing i beta tested xbox live for 18 so I, i've been there man <clears throat> damn i i'm uh, starting to feel a little old right now mega thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on down the list here uh eric shockley buddy what's new and exciting brother not much but just been testing out uh new series x ps4 some other uh differences some of the new the new ssds that are in both those have been really cool um but yeah i'm pretty happy with both so yeah we're ready to get into the topics today and uh we got any uh no it's just the regular panel regular crew <laughs> yeah that's just right checking in to see if there's any uh, special guests this uh week since i snuck in late so <laughs> <laughs> no eric it's just the uh well wait we we are the extra special crew of course the txr uh panel members we are the avid xbox fans of course and uh all right eric we'll move on down the list here and speaking of avid fans let's see tim dog we're finally here buddy uh got your uh new console in a nice spot by your tv yeah i'm very happy to say i got uh, the xbox series x and i also have the xbox xbox series s i haven't hooked the s up yet um, but uh, I'm happy to be here, this new generation. Uh, I got a bunch of money saved up on my GameStop card, so I'm going to be getting in uh, PS5 digital and Xbox Series X um, as I have almost um, enough money to cover that all once I return a couple more things. So I'm just uh, here. I'm going to be here shortly, uh, give my impressions because um, I'm out and about, but uh, yeah, I'm really happy to bring on the new generation, and um, I think uh, when we talk about impressions, uh, you'll you'll hear how excited I am. Oh, uh, no doubt there, pal. Now, moving on down this list here, Jeremy. Now, how's that green pill, man? You still, uh, you still got some going on there? Yeah, what's going on, Invader? How you doing? Um, 2020 has been a disaster, but I think, uh, you know, just to top it off, I the end of the year with these system launches uh you know it's finally a bright spot on the year <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, totally. Um, you know, like like you said, Jeremy, it's been a very, very uh, like a very disastrous year. You know, it's been very topsy turvy to say the least. And these consoles are bright spots, right? So yep. Um, yeah, definitely exciting uh, for sure. And last but not least on the panel, Centurion. And uh, I know, like me, bud, you have quite a bit to comment on. But, you know, we will get into that in a little bit. But otherwise... No, dude, it's fine. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm that <laughs> dude that's, like, over in the courtroom that's, like, cuffed up right now. Like, we don't talk to that guy unless someone needs to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, man. Oh. I mean, we can put the cuffs on you, but don't worry. Like, uh, we don't worry. We'll We'll get into everything. But otherwise, how's things at your end? Dude, things are things are good. We'll just say things are good. If you haven't tuned in yet, I've had the most successful video ever on YouTube with over 7,000 views. I inherited over 50 subscribers. Thank you, every single one of you, if you're here. I mean, it was fun watching that video grow. Um, yes, we'll get into exactly what that video is about. We won't spoil it just yet. Uh, but other than that, I've uh, been playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And today, um, oh yeah, I also picked up the, how do you spell it, say it, the Arctis, uh, the Steel Series Arctis 7Xs nice. headphones. Mm -hmm. uh, that was kind of like my consolation <clears throat> prize for uh, what happened. Uh, but also I picked up Code Vein. I have not played a uh, Asian style game in a very, very long time. We're talking years. And I kind of pulled the trigger on Code Vein and so far I'm happy with the outcome. Nice, man. Nice. nice. Nice pickup. Yeah, a buddy of mine uh, spoke very highly of that game, so uh, no, I hope you enjoy it. Now, alright, before we get into the topics, guys, again, just a bit of a shameless plug. TXR is available on a wide range of podcasting services, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many others. Definitely consider subscribing for your TXR fix on the go. Uh, again, if you can't make it for a live show, then hey, Definitely check us out on these widely available platforms. Now, with that out of the way, guys, let me get into the first topic. And we will kick things off with something that we've been waiting for since the pre-orders began. Actually, if you really want to go further, since they got announced, we are going to talk about our hands-on impressions of the Xbox Series X or S. I'm not too sure if anybody on the panel grabbed an S, but definitely the X. And we're going to do our thoughts, impressions, and even stories so far from the console launch. Now, I'll start this off with everyone's favorite Xbox aficionado, Tim Dog. Tim, what are your first impressions with the Xbox Series X? So my first impression from taking it off was the packaging itself for Xbox Series X. Uh, and I did get the S, but I didn't uh, hook it up yet. But the packaging for this, the Series X was accessible. And I felt they did a really nice job uh, instantly when touching the console and feeling it and feeling how heavy it was. It screamed quality. Hooking it up was a breeze. Um uh, you know, I really uh, noticed the controller. It's definitely different than the Xbox One X. Uh, it's a more comfortable feel. It's a more um, tactile feel, I think, with the uh, you know the the, the, the triggers and, and you could you, you could feel you know the uh, those little uh, what are they called the uh, stuff in the back the grinds. 
What, what is that called? The, the texture uh, grip, the texture. Oh, yeah, right, the texture, yeah. Grip, texture grips, trigger grips. Um, so I noticed that instantly. And, um, you know, installing everything the first day, obviously, when I got it, uh, you know, you, the first day anytime is more, you know, you're more waiting on, like, updates and transferring everything over. So I would say the first day uh, I enjoyed it. But as I w w went through the week, what I really noticed about the system is, is that it's fast and I didn't really, I knew it was going to be faster, but I didn't know that it was going to be such a big difference. Um, it's to the point where you can't go back to Xbox One X. You cannot go back. Um, if, you, if you're, you know, a, you know, like us, you're going to have a hard time going back. You power through everything. Everything is quick. The UI, while it was always good, just takes another step because it's so much faster. It's meant to be on this system um, and I really uh, was taken aback about how fast, how, uh, you, know, you know, responsive and everything was, was. And I think that's well received. I think that a lot of the positivity that you're hearing um, is because of that. And I think it's something that, um, that we want to look past, but I think it's definitely making a big impression as far as the games. Uh, I got uh, 2K21. I recommend uh, the, even though it's a lot more money, but the next generation update is really awesome. The game looks amazing. Um, I got Valhalla, which I played a little. Um, I have a, a TV that supports VRR, so I haven't had the tearing that everyone's complaining about, um, or at least I haven't noticed it. I got uh, Cold War, which... Um, Kind of feels kind of a ripoff from the first, from the first little bit that I played. I definitely got to play it a little bit more, but I don't think that um, it was it, it something that feels that very next gen. Um, uh, one of the takeaways, obviously, is that you know Xbox is missing its Halo, it's missing its AAA banger. But I could say that. You can, if you're patient, you know that's going to come, and and um, uh, that those games will come, and, and I think it's going to take a little time for the system to prove its power and to show its power. But you you know right now that there's a serious foundation, and with that being said, there's an even more serious foundation with Series S, as you're getting all these benefits, but you don't obviously get the resolution benefits and, and some of the things that, that you do with X, but for a console that, that's going to sell to casuals and be very, uh, you know, appreciated, I think, and, and well taken to, I think the Series S is going to be something that um, sells very well. I think that Xbox starting this gen is really on the right foot. Um I overall give the system and everything like a, a 9 out of 10. I'll dock it. The two things that, that obviously I could dock, the storage is a disaster. It's way too little. I got the expansion card. It's still too little. Um, we're really going to have a lot of struggles with that, I think, as gamers and somebody that's just so used to having externals and 12 gigabits of games on at, you know, at your will, you know, at where you can, where you can get all your advantages. Uh, the storage is, is definitely is a big, is a big, you know, thing that you're going to take away and, and you're going to have to deal with. 
And obviously the lack of the AAA that, you know, exclusive that pushes the system. Um, you know, the Halo, we all know that's well chronicled about what happened. And uh, that's the only miss, I feel. I think since they had Halo and it was and it was up to par, uh, I think we'd be, you know, it'd be super, you know, super related. But I think with everything that I've said, and I'm a little long-winded now, but I think I've said that... Uh, you can see this is going to be a different generation from day one than it was last generation. This generation, Xbox is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And uh, I'm very happy with the decisions they made. Yes, I know about some of the things like it's underperforming, maybe not doing as well as it should on multi-plats. But if that's because they had to wait for our DNA too, and I've been told this and that, you know that their 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 uh, GDK and SDK is you know not mature yet, and it's definitely going to take some time. I'll live with that for the short term because after uh, you know you're going to have seven years of a console life or eight years, and uh, I'll gladly take it for you know a year or two or a year. Well, I heard it's going to take a year for them to fully catch up, but um, you know I'll take that time. But overall, very impressed. Uh, highly recommended, and um, I, I can't wait to get the PlayStation Five. And from what I've seen, that, that that controller is real deal, man. I think that they definitely innovated there, and they and they, they they should get their praise too. Um, you know, there's there's things that we can make sure, but um, overall, next generation really came out well, and and I'm I'm actually. I didn't think it would be that good, even though obviously because of the game, like I said, because the lack of game got exclusive. But just overall, very happy. You could see this is going to be an awesome generation. Nice. I'm looking forward to you um, giving your impressions on the S because I'm sitting kind of on the fence with that. I do feel better about the storage issue because, I mean, yes and no. I feel because when you can use put an external hard drive, the transfer speeds. Um, to get one game from the hard drive, regular 3.0 hard drive, into the uh, to download into the uh, the fast memory on the Xbox, to me, kind of helps with that, um, in my opinion, um, right. from my experience. So that is definitely a plus. How many games were you able to get, Tim, um, all together with the extern- with the expansion <laughs> slot and um, what you have internally? Do you remember? Because right now I'm at 23. Yeah, I'm, some I'm, of them are smaller. Some. Like- yeah, I'm at like, well, I have, I, I would say about 15 right now, and I got some space, but it's going to look around 20 to 25 to 30 games possibly, depending on side. I mean, I have GTA 4, I have GTA 5, I have Borderlands, I have Sea of Thieves, Gears. I have pretty hefty uh, file sizes, big, you know, big, big games. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You you could deal with that. I me, I just, you know, I just wish you could have that benefit for the complete system. You know, I mean, I, I and, 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 you know, to be honest, that's that's not if that's my my uh, one of my complaints. It's not a mm-hmm. big complaint, but you know, you know, you usually when you have something, and like I said, you're like me, you like to have all your games accessibly there, right there. Yep. Um, it's just like when you have certain things, and it's so much better on an external. Or mm-hmm. I mean, on the internal or the internal uh, card, yeah. You don't, you know, you just, you just, you favor those games, and and you kind of just like you favor that experience. And it's like me, I don't even want to experience 
uh, any kind of delays now. It's like it's like I'm a spoiled brat to be honest. Because, <laughs> like I can even go back to Xbox One X, mm-hmm. and I think that you we've heard for so many times is you know people have complained about the responsiveness and being clunky. They said all goes away, and that's why I think the S is going to do well is because it takes that and it puts that all to the side. It makes it a fair system. And when I mean that, when it's responsive, I mean, you're clicking away and your buttons, are, it's following you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you there's no way. There's mm-hmm. been so many times where, you know, in the past I've played with you and we're all playing together. And then there's a, you know, a 20 second hiccup. Well, the system just freezes for five seconds. All yeah. that stuff, it just powers through it. And it's, it's really it's, a different generation. It's a different feel, and, you know... It's, it it's feels great... like it's the way it's supposed to be, Tim. Like, I, I am so happy with this console, the design of it, um, the look, the controllers. I noticed with the controller, for me, the, it's, the, the shoulder buttons don't throw... Like, I have them both in my hand right now. They're more shorter, like the... How far you have to push down to get them right. to go, and there's no curve on the triggers... And like you said, I like the texture grip. Um, I am playing on a new television, by the way, so that's adding to it. I'm coming from a, I had an old school Vizio, 4K, just a simple television. I really didn't do that much research when I bought the thing. Finally upgraded to an 8K uh, LG, um, Dano 99, which is phenomenal. So the combination of these two things, I've been blown away about the speed of the console when I'm playing my Destiny, going in and out of menus, loading into the game. If you play Destiny long enough to know, you know what it's like to constantly load and load those loading screens. can be brutal when you want to just jump right into action. And um, But it, that's what I played the most. I've been hindered somewhat because of this injury that's been nagging. So I don't have as much experience as I would like, um, despite the fact that I had the week off. But then mm-hmm. I put gears. And I played Gears, the campaign. I had the pleasure of playing with Jeremy uh, for a little bit of a, uh, not too much, not too long of a time, but it was gorgeous. But when I played the multiplayer at 120 frames per second, the way it looks, how smooth it is, I have never, I've never experienced something like that in my life, ever. I guess this is where PC guys are coming from when they hear us yeah. go back and forth. I've always been a console guy. I mean. Through and through, I always say, you know, Jeremy said it in the past, 30 frames per second, we're going to push graphics and smoke and all the particle effects. I've been kind of the same way. But I'm listening to you. I don't think I can go back. <laughs> I cannot go back anymore. I don't think – I still have my – you know, I collect things. I saw what you tweeted, and I don't think I can let it go. I'll just – you know, I'll wait and just, just have these things just, just collect on my shelf, but, like, my other consoles. But I cannot express to you how blown away I am with how sharp Gears look. That's my game. Of all the games, Ori is right there too, by the way. But out of all the games that I played, Gears of War, I don't think it's full 4K, um, but I don't even care. It looks so crisp and so sharp. And the, I mean, if you play Gears, it's a real kind of a clunky movement or whatever. You're used to it. You pull out your shotguns, you're bouncing off a wall. This feels so much more smoother at 120 frames per second. I'm going to expect this every single time now. Like, I don't even know. I don't if, – if Ray Trace is in it or not, I don't even I, – I, I, yes, it'd be nice, but I could care. I want that those frames. I'm, I'm hooked to the frames now. That's it. I'm, I'm broken. Like, I don't think I can go back like you said, man. I just it's, – it's a beautiful yeah. thing. 
Especially with a game like Gears. Gears to me is one of the the best third person shooters that um, yeah. I ever played. So, but it, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, go ahead. I thought I think with Gears because I'm gonna have to make a calling. Um, mm-hmm. I think with Gears, like you said, that's the system shower. If you want to, sh- if you really want to extend your system and show mm-hmm. it to somebody and to get the best looking, um, what they did with Gears. I mean, I played it and finished it. Uh, on the Xbox One X, and it looked beautiful, but like it's just a different looking. Like it's so detailed, and there's like when there's certain parts where like the fire, where where it's like on fire, and you're shooting the gun, and the gun is like looking like it's on fire. It just, it's just you're like holy crap. And another thing, you know, there's so many technical questions, and a lot of people are dealing with this. Um, I'm sure that everyone on this panel's got a question like, "How do you get this working?" or "I can't get this working." Um, but you know, uh, a lot of the technical features and a lot of the things that that uh, you know are done to make the system look great. Um, you know, you got to take notice. And like, if you if you're LG users, look at my Twitter. Uh, if you have OLEDs, there's certain types of things that you can do uh, to improve image quality and uh, it's just, just overall, just very happy with, with everything, and uh, I'm definitely going to talk about it more next week. Um, but um, yeah, I, you know, I would definitely recommend. And and from what I like, I said what I've seen from PlayStation Five, I think that they nailed it too. Um, and they got some things that you know Xbox could probably have to might have to add in themselves, like that happening trigger stuff mm-hmm. i seen somebody play that on call of duty like you were saying pre-game show uh pre-show uh that you need to get that uh that playstation 5 mega uh that's the way i feel too i just want to experience that that trigger you know resistance and that, like shooting a machine gun and i see there was a demonstration on twitter i was just like wow i saw so, that yeah, I think that, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we could take away and be very happy about. I'm extremely impressed with the PS5 controller and the potential that it has, but I'm not I'm not 100% certain on first-person shooters cuz they're so they're so twitchy. So I don't know if 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 you'd be at a disadvantage if someone had it on and you had it off. I, I well, saw you're not, some people. Go ahead. You're not going to have it on during multiplayer. You'll have it on, you know, yeah, during campaign. the pain. Get turned campaign. Almost oh, definitely. Give me that. <laughs> give me that situation. Let me feel every gun differently. You know, put me into that that extra dimension of of um, immersion per se. And that is to me by that's that's what it's all about. You so know. so I was getting sick. I was getting motion sickness because I have a 70 inch TV in my room. And then granted it's at 60 frames, you know, it's at 60 Hertz. Uh, and I was getting motion sickness from the damn thing because it was too smooth. So playing a lot of these games, like call of duty and gears of war. And I, I noticed it. Like, I noticed it like right after, but I think the fact that uh, this launch uh, experience I've had without the next gen games kind of makes it feel just in my opinion kind of makes it feel like it's just a system refresh uh as opposed to uh you know maybe having a ps5 where you have some of these uh, games that showcase uh you know the system and i took a lot you know i took a lot of uh i watched a lot of videos on the reviews and i took a lot of time to get 
uh, just people's consensus about the whole thing. And I think the overall consensus about the PS5 is that it felt like a premium premium experience. And I think uh, we do get that with the the Xbox Series X, but the, la- the lack of you know titles that um, uh, you know weren't there to showcase the system, what the system is capable of doing. Uh, I think is apparent. Um, you know, I just I think that's one thing I fair. yeah. Go ahead. Fair. Go ahead. No, no, what are you I, saying? That's that's definitely fair. It's a fair point. I mean, no. you know, I could take away. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. And I wanted to give a, the game, the system a proper review too. So what I did was, you know, I made sure I hooked up my hard drive to it, played the games off that, uh, and then obviously I took out my hard drive and then just played primarily on the system, on the system's SSD drive. Uh, and it's a completely night and day experience. Um, now, when I was playing, I tried different games. I tried the OG Xbox games. I tried the 360 games just to see how these, how much better these games play in terms of frame rates. Uh, I've, I downloaded games that were really bad frame rates, even on the X, downloaded on the system, and there ha- it has no issues. Like, um, I forgot, geez, that one game that was like seriously 20 frames per second, 25 frames per second. I think it's called uh, Agony or something like that. And download that one. That one runs at uh, a 60 frames per second. And that one was jugging big time. So you can tell that the system just powers through all that stuff. Um, again, like Megatron said, I did play Gears of War uh, 5 with him. Um great experience on it it you know it's 60 frames at 4k i know it's it's uh upscale i mean it upscales a little bit um and it's not completely 4k right no i don't think so right well you i couldn't tell i obviously couldn't yeah. tell that like i was saying yeah, it it's was... 1720p it's it's an average of 1720p it's dynamic obviously in the areas where it's it's you're getting a full you know, fighting and everything's going crazy. It's going to down. It averages to 720p overall. But you also yeah. going down a corridor when, you know. I'll tell you another game that looks phenomenal on this. Sea of Thieves looks great on the oh, system. Yeah. Oh, you don't say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do say. <laughs> uh, I would say the new Call of Duty looks pro- that's probably one of the best looking, best playing games on the system to date. Uh, as of right now, um, and that and Gears of War, uh, you guys got to try that Call of Duty. It's, I mean, it looks amazing. So yeah, I tried it. I tried What did you think? It sounded like Tim just went underwater. Tim, you're a little muffled. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be getting out of here. But uh, I just, I tried the Call of Duty, and I got to give it a little bit more. But I was disappointed in the first start of the campaign mm-hmm, yeah. uh, I, I pretty much got the game because of Ronald Reagan because I saw how he was in the game and I thought that was really uh, cool and, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah I gotta play more of it I felt like the first mission was just it didn't feel really next gen to me but Ori yeah. felt amazing uh, and NBA 2K I would say NBA 2K 21 uh, if you guys if you're sports fans you know as you know I'm a huge sports fan that game is like, it's like insane. So no. I hope Madden does the same deal. It follows the same thing. I, 
I don't mind paying a little extra if it's going to be like that. You know, and I do like the new design of the tr the controller. Uh, however, uh, I have short, fat, stubby hands and fingers. So um, that, that being said, I have a hard time pushing that Y and right bumper at you know either simultaneously or consecutively. Um, and as opposed to the original Xbox controller. Um, I, I just have a hard time with it. I don't know if you guys feel the same thing, but I, I do have a hard time with it. Uh, but that being said, that controller, especially the bumpers, uh, are very well done. The controller's well made. It feels great. Um, you know, and I do yeah, the recommend... the bumpers are closer to the 360, I feel. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I haven't had any issues with the controller. I, I mean, I really do like it. It's It sticks to the format. I uh, It's simple. Uh, they added some features that people were talking about. Obviously, having a share button is good. I really like... I have the controller in my hand, and I do like the fact that they updated the D-pad. It's more responsive. It's very clicky now. and Very clicky, yeah. Yeah, which you know, I can definitely see the responsiveness. It, I, I really like it. Uh, otherwise, I do really like the grips on the triggers. I still think the triggers are ha hands down better than over the PlayStation 5s, the uh, DualSense. Even though I am a fan of the DualSense, well, I'll get into that later but i do understand what you're talking about jeremy at least in the sense of the bumpers um they are definitely a little more i i guess i want to say clicky as well but otherwise i mean i i i like it i like the controller it's it's simple but it does the job and it's still the best controller around in the industry yeah so it was it was really apparent when i was playing devil may cry because in devil may cry uh the game uh, configuration is is you use y in the right bumper very heavily and that's where i noticed it right off the bat with um you know in just terms of the functionality between uh the regular xbox one controller and now the new series x controller it was a little crampy for me but that's just me you know I, again i have short Short stubby fingers. It does sound like a weird configuration. I was going to ask you, like, what game in the world are you pushing a bumper yeah. and why at the same time? It drove me nuts. It's not the same time. It's either consecutively or simultaneously. I mean, okay. Just, mm -hmm. Yeah. In some cases, in Devil May Cry, you're holding down the right bumper, and then you know, as you're pushing the Y button, it's probably not gonna seem apparent to somebody if they if they have longer fingers, and especially a thumb. Uh, maybe like yourself, Megatron, but for me, um, it you know, it kind of, it's kind of bothersome. Yeah, I do have a thumb, so that should help me with uh, controlling the, uh, you know, moving the controller. I will say, I've been playing uh, some Destiny Two with that new DLC, and that mm -hmm. looks really good on it. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that no one's mentioned is the auto HDR, um, mm -hmm. which I went back and I popped in Dead Space. It does a whole nice fresh coat of paint on that you know giving it that hdr actually i posted some pictures of it we mm -hmm. actually see that like light shining from like that moon or like mm -hmm. that strong red sun that's piercing through and actually changes his uh gear to kind of have some of that lighting on it where it's not really there originally um and i actually went and played some of the rare replay on the uh, jet force gemini it in that game it's really full of color so really like works well with that one so yeah that was pretty cool to put hdr in a old 64 game that i used to play so 
Mm-hmm. That yeah, was pretty sweet. Nice. You guys mentioned Call of Duty. Anybody try? I heard that Digital Foundry said that they had snuck in some uh, 120 frames per second uh, action there in the multiplayer. You guys tried that at all, or any of you? Was that for no, Warzone? Was it Warzone? I don't know which which mode it was for, but um, they I didn't it was- try it. But I tried the campaign. I- I, I would tell you it made me it was smooth enough to make me motion sickness. Wow. <laughs> I yeah, I have a feeling it was an update to Warzone, but I I could be mistaken. But I do remember seeing some stuff uh kind of flying around like the uh on Twitter there. But honestly guys Would like, you mind if I raise a question? Yeah, go, go ahead. For it. No, I wanna just kinda go back to uh I guess the earlier statements about there's no game to really show off the true power of the Series X. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Gears is what, one of what, them. Like, it's, what, it what looks are you, what are you looking good as for, for them to show off? What am I looking for them to show off? I mean, just uh, in just in terms of raw. I, I don't know. I just want a next gen experience. You go and you know. I know you could say that the multi players 120 frames per second that could be a a next-gen experience uh you know some of the ray tracing in uh watchdogs can be you know next-gen experience i just want things you know to me spider-man and even demon souls they they look like a next-gen experience and i think but with spider-man it's not really like a next-gen like if you play it it's like it's just like you're playing with a different character See, style, because Miles is yeah. different, but it's like you're playing that game. So what like, about demons? I mean, what about demons? Also, the other issue that people I mean, are Demon's having. Looks great. It might be the best looking. I'm playing yeah. it right now. It might be the best looking one. But like right. when you pop in Gears, Gears is definitely holds its own against it. Like you're playing with the maxed out ultra settings of a PC. That's basically right. when you look at the detail. Yeah. That's basically you know what we're looking at trying to. Hopefully th- these consoles do that and not just stick to like low settings like they did, you know, last gen. And just I, hey, I think it's in 4K, I think but it's thing, ultra low settings. <laughs> I think yeah. the thing that I was looking for is you know when we played the 360, we know we knew what we got, and then we, when we upgraded to our our Xbox One, it was clear that Rise Son of Rome was above and beyond better than anything that can d- be delivered on the 360. Would we all agree to that? So that's where I feel like people have gotten. Yeah. See, that's the problem is every single console generation, people can see the leap. And for the first time in console gaming or in gaming in general, you're not really going to see that big of a leap because of the issues of what they're starting to refer to as the idea of diminishing return when it comes to graphics. That's why people like forgive, like you're not going to see these graphical showpieces. Like we did like, Oh, the, the leap between the, the Xbox one and the Xbox 360 was night and day. No, I mean, I I disagree with that because I've seen, I know it was a tech demo obviously, but you've seen that tech demo with the PlayStation five that that was was done PC. I'm just I'm just telling you, okay, and, what was, and, and what that was capable both, of doing. But if we go off of what was published in Forbes, developers right. are more excited, and I quote out, uh, that they'll be able to make huge leaps forward in how they present seamless worlds, more complex simulations, 
and all sorts of other benefits of more uh, powerful hardware. But it is all harder to show, and that makes selling these things harder. The developers are excited about creating more complex, immersive games, and everybody still wants to talk about graphics. Well, complex and immersive games is part of the graphics, uh, you know, it's part of the graphics process, whether it's it's uh, mocap in your games and your characters, whether it's the way the uh, the animals or creatures or human NPCs are well, animated. It just there's a use, lot of variables. Uh, in that. Use a uh, uh, shadow of uh, Mordor shadows of Mordor. That game between the 360 and the Xbox One was night and day, but you could barely see it on the graphical level. It was the Nemesis engine that existed on the Xbox One and PS4 versions of that game. That is a piece of technology that lies underneath those graphics that is completely incapable of being on the earlier generation of consoles. And that is what Microsoft and PlayStation are trying to do now with these faster hard drives is they're trying to basically give developers the ability to create stuff like the Nemesis program on a much grander scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm really curious to see what developers do with AI, for example. I get like you talk about the Nemesis uh, system in uh, Shadow Mordor. Man, I mean, it's I, I thought it was really intriguing what they were doing in that game, and that's something. Actually, I really want to go back to that game and try that out again. Well, it was really I, fun. I'm also playing Devil's Advocate, considering my situation. Uh <laughs> oh, yeah, well, actually, um, so I talked about a few of us having some stories to share, and so me and Centurion had some slight, you could say, setbacks with our Xbox uh, One Xs. Centurion, if you'd like to, you can go first on this one. Well, my One X is fine. <laughs> you, I'm sorry, you said sorry, One X. I'm sorry, Series I had X. To give you Series X, yes, that's yeah. correct. Um, so this is where, um, man, it all started. I picked it up, brought it home, got it out of the box about five 30, updated it. It was ready to go about seven 30, 10 o'clock at night. It bricked. Um, don't know exactly what happened. Was in the middle of playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, just kind of surfing around in the boat and the whole screen went black. It was like somebody pulled the cord out of the wall on the thing. And I, uh, I kept trying to turn it on for about till about the next day before I put it in the box uh, to send it back. But I do got another one coming in. Uh, but from what I saw, I really enjoyed. I mean, the loading screens uh, from being able to cold boot um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla from, hey, we just downloaded this game. Do you want to play it now? And to be pretty much loading into a game in 15 seconds, I thought was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed, uh, everything about the console for the short time that I got to play. Uh, am I going to be mad? No. Um, this is what happens when you're an early adopter of emerging technology. And, um, you know, I guess I could have gotten mad, but instead I had some fun with it, made a video and we all saw the end result with that. So I can't really complain. And, you know, I got another console on the way. What can I say? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, hey, you can complain, bud, but you're taking it pretty well. <laughs> so I would have to say, yeah. Um, I don't know why. Like, what's what's like, the worst that could... your car? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what's the worst? Like, it's like kind of funny. Like, a couple days before it happened, my car was broken too, and I'm just like, you know what? 
at this point, I'm just like, you know, there's much worse things that could be going on. So um, Microsoft already told me I have an Xbox. Um, they're just waiting for my other one to show up um, because UPS wanted to uh, take that thing on in a, in a, a sightseeing tour of the United States before they took it to uh, Microsoft. Um, but anyways, yeah, as soon as it gets to Microsoft, I'll have another one on the way. And that's why I prefer to buy my stuff through Microsoft. I've never really had too big of an issue with uh, Microsoft and customer support. Is this my first time having a console crap out? No. Uh, my first ever Xbox One um, popped the hard drive, had to return it, um, and got another one. Uh, shortly um, I, when the Xbox One X came out, I got a Scorpio edition. Uh, ironically, nine months in, uh, it popped the hard drive. Um, they actually replaced it with another Scorpio, which I thought was really cool, especially nine months after they came out. Um, so, I mean, Microsoft has always kind of came through for me, so I'm not going to exactly uh, tear them down for this. 19 years, and I still have my original OG Xbox, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Never, uh, just never had an issue with that, so... Wow, man, I was too young to really appreciate consoles. That's why, like, you know, I'll give downer credit. Yeah, I'm a fraud. I'm in the bushes. I used to be that young kid that would trade everything as soon as I saw the next best hot thing come out. And yeah, I never knew the true value of going back to playing older games um, until long after you got rid of that first console. Right, right. Um, yeah, I I had an issue as well with my uh series x so when i booted up the console and started like and started setting things up i noticed a whole bunch of little black and white bricks appearing all over the screen i shared it with you know over on social media obviously i shared it with you guys and it was it was just really weird and i knew something was up as soon as like i saw these little dots and bricks appear and i tried everything to fix the issue like resetting like the tv options changing out different hdmi cables re resetting the console and just all kinds of different stuff eventually guys i i just i felt so bummed out like i just i knew something was wrong with it like something on the inside the hardware and i decided to take it back to best buy i mean i I usually uh, do the consoles with Best Buy. I have no problem with doing business with them. And you know what, guys? I must have some sort of horseshoe hidden somewhere on me because... Dude, you got lucky. Because, yeah, exactly. Because that same day at Best Buy, through some sheer luck, I was able to nab another Xbox Series X. And, like... I, I guess some uh, a worker there, like they were asking around, and lo and behold, somebody I guess he had bought an extra Xbox Series X. He had returned it to this specific Best Buy location, and yeah, they contacted me about it. And lo and behold, like I, you know, obviously I was very thankful, and it is it's working perfectly. You know, I booted it up, and everything was normal. So it was definitely dude, you the need to get that dude a Christmas card, dude. I would play the lottery <laughs> after that, man. I'm like, the, the chances of that happening, everything sold out, bro. You, if you if it, the slightest announcement that is online, people are just it's sold out in minutes, if not seconds. Yeah. You know, so you are you you've definitely lucked out, my friend. <laughs> oh, totally. Was, no, I. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I guess I could have, you know, 
taken it to obviously the same thing that Centurion did and uh, you know put it out to Microsoft to get it fixed. But it's just one of those things where I was just really bummed. I, you know, you you look forward to these console you, consoles, you pre-order them months in advance, and then the second like something seems off, it's like you're you're just so you feel so down in the dumps, and that's how I was. And yeah, I don't know. I guess the gaming gods were just smiling on me, and they favored me. And then they're like, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna give that invader guy. We're gonna do something good for him." So <laughs> honestly, I, I I was really I was really stoked. Obviously, after that, um, I gotta say I'm really the time that I've spent with the console. I haven't gotten a whole lot of time, but obviously I put I got some I captured some gameplay here from a Bright Memory. I downloaded that. It's actually it's a pretty neat little game. It's only like you can play it under an hour. It's just a little almost like a tech demo of a game and it's fun. It's got some really nice particle effects. The gameplay is a blast. And well Bright Memory Infinite's coming down the line. It's uh again it's only like a ten dollar title so i suggest you know if you're looking for something to uh, just kill some time with it's a nice little game to pick up and try out otherwise another one to try out is squadrons anybody with game pass now has a 10-hour trial mm -hmm. i'm glad you remind me i gotta download that tonight actually you could do it with your phone by the way that you know let's not yep. forget how easy it was to set up our xbox consoles if you choose to do it via the app it was a cinch so um, that was a definite plus. And that um, quick resume feature is uh, definitely a next level feature mm -hmm. that's, that I miss when I turn on the PS5. Yeah. Luckily, I'm only usually going to be using the PS5 for like exclusives. <laughs> so I won't be going back and forth between too many games mm -hmm. there. But that's yeah, definitely a great feature because it, it gets you in the game quicker than even Sony's SSD can get you in a game, which is funny enough. The Series X boots up quicker mm -hmm. from rest mode. It's yeah. not even close, yeah. which is weird. And it's funny you mentioned uh, the quick resume too, because I I was trying out a bunch of games on the fly, and it was just it was so responsive, and that you know that's a really next gen thing to me too, having all those multiple games open on the fly. You just kind of you know going in and out of them quickly. It is you know that's some really cool stuff there. I booted up uh, a couple of enhanced games, for example. Uh, Master Chief Collection, Halo 2 Anniversary. Oh man, that guys, you gotta try. It looks gorgeous. Uh, the... Nah, I think you're exaggerating a little bit. No, no, I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. It looks, dude, dude. It looks the oh, it looks great. Yeah, I just, I, I cannot get over. I was just like jaw dropping. Um, otherwise, I haven't really gotten to a lot of other games on there because again, just uh, time wise, I haven't had a lot, especially with you know with the other console as well. But I, I got Gears Tactics downloaded and I got the optimizations already downloaded for that. I'm definitely gonna give that a go within the next couple of uh, days. It's... So I had a chance to play Gears Tactics on. I have it on PC as well as uh, my Series X, and. I'm not sure why, but I found that the PC version is, I mean, it should be the same, right? But I found like the PC version is a little bit better quality than the uh, the Series X version for some reason. Quality as far sure. as what, though? You're talking about visuals or just overall? Uh, yeah, just the visuals. I mean, some of the... Because uh, you're playing on a monitor, though, right? Are you playing on a no, monitor? No, so, so I tried it both on my monitor and I played it on my my tv 
And I mean, granted, my P my PC is pretty powerful, but um, I just felt like that the Gears tactic was a little bit more polished on uh, on the PC as opposed to uh, console, which is, I mean, it's explainable, obviously, but. You like it on PC better. <laughs> that bright memory, though, by the way, um, mm-hmm. Invader. I don't know if anyone else has played it or not, but how'd you? The turning on that 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 game, it was definitely hard for me to get used to. You still get to use both thumbsticks to turn around. Oh, you can adjust it in enough. the settings. Oh, okay. That's because it, it, it actually kind of just like there was some definitely you know highlights in that game as far as the graphics and stuff but then you can tell that it was just something was missing um probably the budget <laughs> probably the budget but uh but uh yeah well, only I, one I, person made that game so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah literally one person yeah no it's a pretty cool little game i mean again it's more of a i mean i would call it like a tech demo in a lot of ways but it's 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 a lot of fun actually the combat's pretty uh, pretty solid for what it is. I, I'm I, I'm really curious to see how uh, Bright Memory Infinite turns out. And I think again, if you purchase this, you get it Bright Memory Infinite for free. So that's something to look forward to down the line. I think it comes out later next year. Um, but yeah, Rick Payne's, Rick Payne's asking in the chat if you guys have plugged your console into the wall of the surge protector. So it recommends you plugging it into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it, all the systems, you know, uh, I think with the Series X, it did recommend you uh, plugging it into the wall. And the same goes for um, the Series X. I'm plugged mm-hmm. into the surge protector. I've always plugged mine into the surge protector. Um, I never had any issues, but uh, don't listen to me. Listen to your recommendations. But uh I'm just letting you know what I did because <laughs> you asked the question. Yeah, I did the same Megatron. Like, I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I don't exactly have. It's the hard space. for me to not want to, man, because we live out here in the desert, and you should see the the issues we have with the power grid during the summer from everybody running their AC, and then it doesn't help when we get the freaking desert storms with lightning shooting everywhere. Oh my gosh! So yeah, yeah I, I well for me surge protectors, I've. I've heard the same thing. I'm tr- I'm trying to figure it out in my own damn head. Like, do I plug this thing into the wall? Mm-hmm. I don't trust the wiring of my walls. I didn't put it in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Now, guys, according to Microsoft, the uh, Xbox Series X and S, the launch was really successful. They released a statement saying that it was so successful that it was the biggest launch in Xbox history. I mean, that's uh, pretty significant. Now, while Microsoft did not promote any of the sales numbers, uh, various outlets are reporting estimates of about... Eh, I, I've seen estimates of about 1.4 million units sold at launch, which, if if true, I mean, hey, that's a nice way to start off the generation, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't... How would they get that number, I would assume, from the retailers... You know, mm-hmm. guesstimating on retailers, how many systems they got, and just estimating. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly, but um, I would say that it was a good launch. It wasn't the greatest launch ever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just saying in terms of, of just, you know, the, the game situation again and, and 
uh, what was offered at launch. But I mean, again, it's just difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I would have, you know, who wouldn't have wanted Halo Infinite to be there at launch, right? Right. But the situation being, it is what it is. I still have all kinds of games to play. It's again, it's a different situation at this launch as opposed to what it was with the Xbox One's launch, right? We didn't have backwards compatibility. We didn't have a lot of the features that we're used to now. And I don't want to say we're spoiled by any means, but we have a lot of advantages that we did at the start of this generation than as opposed to the last one. So either way, guys, there's lots and lots of stuff to game on. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to be pretty optimistic about this. And I, just the consoles themselves, the Xbox ser uh, Series X is such a smooth, smooth console. And another thing that I really like about it, too. It is really quiet. That fan, honestly, it does not make any noise at all. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played different games. And... Playing a game. oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, it's as loud as playing his game. Uh, or playing a game. Well, actually, it's almost quieter than the PS5 when the PS5 is actually just downloading a game. <laughs> like, I was playing Destiny mm -hmm. 2, and you can, you can you have to put your ear right up against the vent to just hear, like, the air. Like, the thing is, like, mm -hmm. almost dead silent. Yeah, it was the first thing I did, too. I tested the heat. I put my hand. I have mine. So we got to answer this question, too. So first, I'm going to say that I have my console laying horizontally. I couldn't stand it up in my um, entertainment unit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the first thing I did, I played, you know, something intensive like Gears. And I felt it. And it felt cool. You could feel the warm air coming out the top of it. Um, I couldn't hear a thing um, at all. I mean, I'm assuming that there is some noise if I have gotten close enough to it. Um, but I do have it in a well-ventilated area. Uh, my um, entertainment system is open. But, um, yeah, I'm laying my console down, and so far, so good. No issues. Um, how are you guys? Um, how do you guys have yours? Is it you guys standing up upright or laying it down? Vertical game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have mine standing up. Uh, it fits nicely in my, in my, my TV console. Um, and there's enough space uh, for the air to move around. So I think, uh, you know, I mean, it's good as far as that goes. And again, it's quiet, very quiet. You can't even tell it's there. Mm -hmm. um, but going back to, I think, I was a little disappointed too that Minecraft was not upgraded with the, uh, you know, with the ray tracing at launch. I thought, I felt like we were going to get that at launch. And I'm in the beta Minecraft too, and I still can't. I can't play it with all the upscaling and uh, ray tracing in it. It's the air. The options are there. You can go to the, well, in my beta version of Minecraft, I can go to it and see the options available. However, I cannot change the settings uh, on it yet. Mm -hmm. So it was a little, it was a little uh, disappointed in that. You'll get there eventually, I think. You know, Minecraft yeah. is such a, such a big, big title for gaming, not just Microsoft, but just gaming in general. That just, I think, you know, when it's when the time is right, um, eventually they'll flick that switch. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. and I, yeah, I would like to see uh, some sort of roadmap from from Xbox, whether it's the games that are going to be upgraded in the near future, whether it's a week from now or a month from now, or even six months from now. I want some sort of room uh, roadmap for the you know for us to be excited for some of these games that are going to be upgraded in the future i think 
I think that would be wise on Microsoft's part to do that. Um, you know, I think you guys would want that too, some sort of roadmap on say, hey, this is going to happen in a week or two, a month or two. Um, and you're going to get these upgraded games for free or for 10, whatever the, the price is. Um, I think they need to do something like that. I just kind of expect it. So it's not something I'm looking forward for them to say, you know, when I just, it's just, you know, if they're going to do it, it's just when I don't, it, you know, I thought you were going to mention something more about just games period. And so as far as that's concerned with all the acquisitions, you know, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm that, that to me just, that's just, that changed the whole, my whole thinking, you know, just I'm confident that they're going to definitely have yeah. titles in the future. Um, I, I just think with, you hear about Sony's Q1, what's on tap for Q1, um, and that's in the launch window for Sony. You got Grand Tur- you got the new Gran Turismo game. You got Ratchet and Clay coming out. And I feel like, you know, in order to counter, Xbox needs to counter some of that with some sort of roadmap. Because if not, it's going to be a long two years. I don't want you guys to agree until we get some of this or however long it takes to get some of these games that were being promised to us, uh, you know, in the near future, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long two years. Yeah. And there's I'm... definitely going to be some Bethesda games dropping like their big publisher. They have stuff before they were getting bought by Microsoft that was going to come out next year that they haven't announced. So right. there's going to be definitely some games, especially with Halo and probably some of these other studios that we haven't seen. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a fair comment, Jeremy. And like Shock Shockley said, um, we will definitely see some games that yeah we weren't expecting. For all we know, we could see uh, Prey Two, for example, or something new out of again all these studios they just bought. We ha- we still don't know about Compulsion, what they're working on. Uh, Double Fine, I think, has another game in the works. So now, have you guys tried uh, the We Happy Few on the X yet? I Series haven't. X haven't yet, but I did see that it, it it does have some kind of optimization. Yes, it's very well done. Uh, the game, I want to say, it looks completely different, but it looks it looks great. It's I mean, it looks almost like a new title. So if you go, if you want, download it. It's like I think it's like eleven gig gigabytes. Uh, it's definitely worth the experience, and it feels like a great. It feels like a new game. You know what? I've never played We Happy Few. <laughs> You know, along with a bunch of other stuff. So I may have to download that on the X, the Xbox downstairs. We haven't upgraded that one yet and look at it visually first and then download it up here. Or oh, I can download it, but I'll try it on the Xbox first just to see if I can, you know, see that, that 90 day difference. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad looking game when it launched. I mean, it had a lot of bugs, but otherwise, I mean, it had a the art style for it is really striking. So I can just imagine the colors popping out of it, like uh, using the optimization on the Series X. So I, I'll give it a go one of these days. But uh, yeah, guys, I am really stoked about the the launch of the Series X and S. Um, so far, I'm really happy, and I can't wait to just dive right into them and just have more time playing games like. I'm just really curious to see, like Shockley alluded to, you know, the auto HDR and some of the older games. Like, it's an exciting time, guys. You know, new console release doesn't happen, you know, all the time, right? So, either way, you know, 
have fun playing games. Uh, I know everybody in the chat's talking about, you know, who landed one, who didn't. Don't worry, guys. It'll come soon enough. Like, you'll you'll be able to snag one hopefully relatively soon. You know, fingers crossed, right? Um, guys, we will move along here. And obviously, as we were talking, Microsoft wasn't the only console maker releasing uh, you know, a console this past week. And Sony released the PlayStation 5 a few days later. Uh, I know a few people on the panel got it day one. And I'm just curious to hear, you know, what the first impressions are on this sucker. Now, Eric, I know you managed to snag one day one. Um, why don't you start off with us here? What are some of your thoughts on the PlayStation 5 after spending a few days with it? Oh, you, you say me, sir. My, uh, yeah. my signal cut out there for yeah, a second. I, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, it's been pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty cool. Definitely upgraded, um, download speeds compared to the PS4 pro. That was usually pretty slow in my experience. But the games now are downloading very quick. So I think they've maybe, uh, I don't know if they've upped the cap. You know that, you know, if you have fast internet, you can actually use those speeds. Um, so that's been definitely great. Um, yeah, definitely with the controller. Finally, they're upgraded. It definitely feels like an Xbox controller as far as like the outline, like the feel. So it definitely feels way better in the hands. Um, you know, would you yeah, agree, so Shock, been... that the the way the the games boot up, it just feels like almost back to the cartridge days, man. <laughs> oh almost, yeah, definitely. Almost. Yeah, they boot up super quick. Um, I got the digital one, so I'm happy about that because this con- console is freaking huge. So whatever <laughs> we can cut down on the size <laughs> is great. Um, trying to think of, uh, I did pick up Miles Morales and. I'm kind of, I was kind of bummed because I wanted to jump into Spider-Man Remastered because I didn't finish it. But the save's not ready until like after Thanksgiving where you can transfer your save. Um, so definitely looking into finishing Miles Morales. Started Demon Souls. It definitely looks pretty stellar. Um, I wouldn't say it looks like way better than Gears. So, I mean, they're pretty on par, but it is not maybe a newer experience because it's, it's a remake looks like a one-for-one remake of the PS3 title. Um, so I don't feel like there's a next-gen game. I, they're killing it over Xbox as far as like new content that's available first-party day one. Um, but it's not like the past console generations where it's like, oh, okay, this thing looks next level, whereas like, no, if, especially if you've played on PC, it's to, you know, nothing really feels like, oh, wow, you know, my mind's blown here. Um, but I think we're not going to see that from either console for maybe a couple of years because um, they both have roadmaps for the next one or two years of probably doing a lot of cross-gen games. So you're probably going to just see, like, you know, the differences in polish. We'll probably see it with Cyberpunk hopefully soon. Hopefully they have that next-gen update ready since they're delaying the game into oblivion. So <laughs> hopefully that's ready next month. If it comes out next month, um, I hope so, man. I don't think we're gonna get it though. Unfortunately, I think we're looking at spring, maybe for that. I think mm-hmm. they just want to get that game out and release. I mean, the game's finished. You can, you can play it from start to finish. However, they're getting the bugs kinked out. Which game? Um, Sorry, which game are you guys talking about? Uh, Cyberpunk. Okay. Um, let's just be upfront. 
it's it's all due to getting it working on the Xbox One and the PS4. Mm-hmm. Probably. All, all yeah. the articles I've read, everything I've seen, um, the the developer want uh, CD Projekt Red c- came out and said that this is a next gen game, even though it is going to work on the older generation of consoles. Uh, the holdback is the regrettably starting to look like the older generation of consoles. There's just issues that the game isn't working right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and they want it to launch on all platforms on the same day. And that's really what's starting to turn into the hiccup. That's kind of like why they wrote that letter saying that, you know, we're trying to get it on this many platforms. I think it's like nine um so that's where they're running that's into a huge issues. huge undertaking yeah so and even though xbox and playstation i believe both came out and actually kind of gave their thumbs up on saying that yeah we'll just throw the game on there uh i guess cd project red did not want to uh put their reputation on the issues the games were having so therefore actually cd from what i saw cd project red was the ones that decided to uh, delay it yeah, I mean, we know this game is just going to be an amazing piece of uh, just artwork, in my opinion. I mean, it's going to be one of these games that just defines a generation, just like The Witcher 3 did uh, with that game. I think uh, Cyberpunk is just one of those games again. Um, we know what CD Projekt Red is capable of doing and the quality that they produce. Uh but Cyberpunk was very ambitious from the get-go. You know, I mean, it's what it's been ten years now, I think, since the game uh, they originally announced the game. I think back in, geez, I want to say two, uh, what's ten years? So 2010. Um, and I just think it's it's going to be worth the wait. I think so, when people play it, go ahead. That's where people get confused on how, like, why would you create a game this ambitious? Because, um, you know, when it comes to technology, sometimes you can actually predict where technology is going to be at by a certain date and time. Um, but obviously, there's going to be hiccups and delays that kind of hinder that. Um, and we all see that with... Um, the start of CD Projekt Red, they were probably hoping that technology would probably be further ahead than what it is, and now they're right. having to make up for that. You know, sometimes you got to wait until technology catches up. In this case, and you know, yes. the same thing goes for movies and films. Uh, you know, the same could be said about when George Lucas wanted to create the prequels. I know you guys probably don't like the prequels, but I love in it. terms. I actually yeah, like them. <laughs> yeah, I like them. But in terms of what they did for its time and the some of the things they did with the CGI, it was groundbreaking. You know, Industrial Light and Magic were the things that they did were the same as they did in back in seven. When did they come out? Seventy eight. I forgot when the original Star Wars. Well, um, so yeah, he created ILM to basically yeah. do the effects for the original Star Wars, like that whole scene of the Death Star of the X-Wings flying around and it, it expl- like, you know, and the parts of the Death Star are exploding and you can mm-hmm. see it in the background. Pretty much that whole thing was built in a parking lot outside and they did all yeah. the shooting. Um, that You know, that's why I love watching older movies because yeah. they didn't just throw it in a computer. They had to actually physically create these experiences. Um, but that's where ILM slowly became the go-to source for um, 
pretty much computer graphics because um, they were the ones that kind of helped make it possible in the original Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was the first oh, yeah. heavily yeah. commercially used um, showing of how you mm -hmm. can use computer graphics in a movie to basically simulate something that is not there. And ILM was the ones that helped cook that up. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, George gets a lot of shit for creating the prequels, but man, to me, they're above and beyond better than the, the newer films for sure. Well, yeah, the thing is, I, I, it did get a little too, I guess, science-y because, you know, it was supposed to be like, you know, the Jedi are like space wizards and everything. And then he starts talking about like metachlorians and whatnot. But I will say that as far as consistency goes, I, like compared to comparing the prequels to the newer trilogy, uh, to me, guys, hands down, the prequels uh, in hindsight are uh, better off, in my yep. opinion. So. Yep. But that's just me. I know everyone has different tastes, but yes, that's uh, that's my take. But guys, like, I haven't had a PlayStation Five in well, at least a generation or two, and or PlayStation, I should say. But the PS Five right now, like, I've played. I don't know if you have Shock, but I played a bit of that Astro's Playroom just because it was, you know, it was free, right? And I'm actually having a, a little bit of uh, fun with it. You know, it's a fun little uh, platformer that you can, like, screw around with. And I don't know. I actually, I think it's a nice way to introduce people to the controller. Have you tried it out yet? Uh, Yeah, I tried it out a little bit. I mean, it's kind of similar to what uh, Nintendo did with the Switch, which also has haptic feedback. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the main difference would be the adaptive triggers. Um, so those are kind of cool, but I, I mean, we'll see how much. I mean, it, it's a good start versus what the Switch had because the Switch, it kind of like, I don't, you don't hear about it anymore. <laughs> so it's like, is it just going to go? If there are third parties actually, third parties, first parties can actually, you know, you know, keep going with it, or is it going to end up mm -hmm. being like kind of a, a gimmick? Um, but so far, it looks like that's, you know, because what with the rumble triggers on the, Xbox really was what only Forza, maybe some other racing games that really like mm -hmm. used it. You didn't really hear about it. it I don't know if was it really used in shooters. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was. Well, but hopefully, with with everything going on with the Dual Shock and all the positive feedback that it's getting, maybe Microsoft will you know maybe want to tune things up some more. I guess at least with their first party studios and taking advantage of that. You know, Christopher Hart. You know, he's saying the PS Five is a Dude, the dual sense is an evolution in gaming and it blew them away. So, yeah, and we can definitely attest to that. Let's just put it this way. And I'm not trying to be like an arrogant a hole, but if Microsoft really wanted to, we have met some of the hardware engineers at Microsoft, and we know some of these guys could really cook up some really cool, amazing stuff if Microsoft unleashed them. Yeah, almost definitely. There's a lot of talent over there. You know, it's just. More so, just you know, they kind of go back and forth with great ideas amongst uh, the hardware they guys. They have a, adaptive triggers, but the triggers are still better on the Xbox controller. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, well, like we and have the sticks are still in the wrong place, so you can only do so much. <laughs> well, um, you know, we're all we could talk about that. I'm just saying, we, uh, you know, I always look at the adaptive controller, which is honestly probably one of the best inventions in gaming. Uh, purely oh, yes. because it increased the ac the accessibility for a lot of people to be able to play games. Um, like, uh, for example, um, UK Dazarus had a stroke, 
and uh, mm-hmm. somebody gifted him a um, uni- um, an adaptive controller, and he learned how to play games all over again on a different controller. And I hey, mean, how's, how's he yeah. doing, by the way? Oh, he's doing good. Right? I mean, he's always posting videos. Um, yeah, he's, he's back got at work full now, motion. Full time. Yeah. yeah, he's oh, back good. at work now. He's yeah. a good dude. That guy's a good dude. Yes, he oh, is. Yeah, I, I, that dude, I have. Dude, I remember when I first started listening to podcasts, I totally was like, who's this UK Dazzarus guy? Like, everybody knows him. I was like, this dude has to be like a made man here in the community. Right. Well, he was, he posted a video today um, playing Dirt 5 with one hand. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been a uphill battle for him for sure, but uh, he's been making such good progress i'm glad that he's sticking with obviously his physiotherapy and you know just getting back into things right and uh gaming is really picking him up now and i'm really happy to see that you know he's uh, still continuing with the hobby and he seems to be doing really better so honestly daz if you're listening to this which I, i i have a pretty good feeling he'll be listening to this when he wakes up in the morning uh you know glad to see you're doing better pal and uh you know hopefully uh you know you can play more games soon but uh, yeah, no, very good dude. And oh yeah, uh, gaming differently with uh, C- Cerebral Paul in the chat says I have an adaptive controller. Oh, that's nice, man. Yeah, those that's adaptive awesome. controllers are pretty uh, pretty cool. I'm glad Microsoft uh, you know thought about those because uh, you know it gives a lot of people a chance to game. So good yeah, on Microsoft. Yeah, that came with the the adaptive controller. Um, for those of you who don't know, it came with them. That idea I think came somewhat with them developing the Elite controller. And uh, and then from there, it just kind of spawned to me oh, probably yeah, the battles, probably. yeah the absolute best controller you know for anyone when it, when you have something that includes everyone um, uh, to game to me it just pulls them out of the reality they got to deal with on a daily basis into this you know you know we talk about immersion you know to pull them out of their situation into the that TV screen and they're able to play with anybody else you know the the playing field's equal. Um, it's great. Well, I think, I think when you look at it from just, you know, gaming is unique in a sense to where, uh, well, what Xbox has done, they basically save lives. You Mm -hmm. know, when you when you just narrow it down to that, the Xbox them creating the adaptive controller, they've saved a lot of lives, and that's what gaming has done. Um, because again, what you said, Megatron, it just gets people out of their, their current state, whether it's, uh, you know, just the, the hard facts of life, the trials and tribulations of life, what life brings to the table, especially people who are less fortunate than ourselves. Um, you know, it just, that's what gaming does. And for them to make that more accessible for people, uh, with those types of conditions, they, I think Xbox uh, has saved a lot of lives. You know, if you look back on it. So that's the one thing I love about this community, especially the Xbox community, which is why I enjoy, you know, kind of just playing online with anybody. I end up playing online with people all the time. And um, I was introduced to somebody through, uh, through Dealer, and I sat and chat with this person for the longest time. And it blew my mind to find out that this individual, for starters, uh, was over the age of 50 uh, and a female and they had epilepsy and that they're pretty much trapped on their property because they don't 
they can't drive, they have epilepsy, and as a result of their condition, they don't go anywhere because at any time they could have a seizure. So basically the way they leave their property and go out and socialize with people is putting on a headset and joining us on Xbox Live. And that's where I've kind of like realized, that's why I would like, with my situation with the Series X, that that is just absolutely nothing compared to when you hear stories like that. And that's why you should always be grateful for what you have and always kind of like, you know, just kind of stand together as a community. Now we're getting cheesy. I'm shutting up. <laughs> no, yeah. it's a real thing. It's a real thing, man. And uh, it definitely helps with the mental health and um, help us all cope with everything that we have to deal with on a daily basis, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's just crazy virus we're living through right now. I mean, you see things that are getting ready to kick back up right now. And uh, gaming for a lot of people that have just been and have the ability to game, you know, like the adaptive controller and other things that people are using, it's just been great. You know, um, it helps. It definitely helps. You know, so hey, it's nothing wrong with just it's call it cheesy if you want. Um, it's 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 a positive thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely nothing wrong with a little cheese, man. You know, it's nice to have some wine with it. Just saying, but uh, you know, some <laughs> oh, nice you, merlot. You no, come on, we don't need to get whiny. <laughs> you guys wouldn't like me, guys. My Xbox broke. No, I'm <laughs> but actually, speaking of consoles, uh, Centurion, didn't you pick up a PlayStation as well? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but I got mine through Target, you know, so I'm still waiting on it. It'll be here Tuesday night. Oh. And then I and then I get to throw the dice on that thing. See, oh my god, dude, I am freaked out right now. I I don't know what to do with it, honestly. How do you do think I, I felt? <laughs> oh, dude. I don't think I'm ever going to hook an external hard drive up to it until it's patched. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I mean, that thing is probably going to be, like, babied, but I guess here's the confession. I did um, shell out for the two-year warranty. That sounds like with everything, you know, to be fair, both consoles are having their issues, but it seems like I don't have a PlayStation 5, but I know people that do, that there's been some major kind of hiccups. And hopefully it's just some software stuff that doesn't brick anything or cause any damage. So if you get... If you get the two-year warranty, you're actually getting a three-year warranty because that warranty is not; uh, it doesn't uh, kick in until after the manufacturing warranty. So uh, whether it depends where you get it from. It dep- yes, yeah, Target actually. A Target assumes the actual warranty at this point. So for, but the thing is that that thing, dude, Target is like a drive right down from my house. If that thing breaks, mm-hmm. I throw it in the box, walk down there, give it to them, and they give me my money back. Mm. Um, so, um, but that's where I'm not trying to be a jerk people, but I had total faith in Microsoft and the products they make. And if something did go wrong, I also had faith in their processes to rectify it with PlayStation. I'll be upfront. I, I would have never bought the PS five directly from Sony. I always wanted to go through somewhere where I knew I could get a warranty on it to kind of cover myself. Cause regretfully, I never had faith in the ps5 or their customer support sorry it's almost non-existent i mean let's be honest their, their customer service their support center uh, is non-existent i mean you can't even get through to any of anybody i think uh if there's a lot of problem because i'm not i'm not going to put names out but i mean there's a lot of prominent people in 
the community. Like, these people have channels. These people have followers. These just aren't, like, you know, like, I'll be up front. I only got 300 subscribers. They ain't, like, Joe Blow like me. These guys actually have an audience. And these consoles are failing for their audiences. Now it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when these guys deal with the customer support. This could be a customer support nightmare for, for Sony, especially if they start trying to put, you know, hang people out, you know, to dry kind of thing. I'm curious, though, because we're speaking about warranty now. So Shock and Invader, you two gentlemen, I've been hearing some – you see the difference in how they pack the uh, Xbox Series X how do you guys feel about that whole thing? What was what, what's your take on the when you did your <laughs> unboxing? Like, is it like I'm hearing it's too a crazy? Somebody posted a video. Uh, I guess it's a big time YouTuber. He just like stops for a second in the middle of, of I guess shooting live, and he just like says, "This is it." I mean, what, what, what's your take on everything? Is it is it as bad as everyone says it is, or is it just? I mean, you think, they it's, were you think it's something us. that's you think it's something that's like just being just. Some fanboy thing, or just using the fuel, you some just looking for an excuse to just talk bad about PlayStation, or our, you think it's some legitimacy? Our GameStop warned us that the handles had been breaking off. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you actually, and Solid Rev had one too. I think it was Solid Rev. Mm-hmm. Um, where he opened the box and the handle was just completely broken off. So like oh, people, wow. it happened a couple of people that walked out the store that were just like snapping, and it dropped like you know two feet or a foot. Oh, but yeah, God. it's it's. I had this. I shipped one, and I already felt like, man, I gotta really package the box that I'm shipping it in, because there's just no protection on the side. Like if someone were to like sit on the side of the box, like there's nothing. The egg cartons are on the. Does it ends move of the around? In there's the... nothing in the middle to really protect it. If someone like like sat on the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does it Where's move around Xbox? in the packaging? No, it's pretty secure with those, like, you know, egg crates, like, at the ends to, like, foot. So it's not moving. Because just, I'm just saying that, placed like, on top of it. That's like X, when I got it from Microsoft, I mean, like, literally every square inch of that thing. Like, they thought yeah, out, like they thought out yeah. the, yeah, they thought out the pack. No, I'm talking, like, the cardboard box that the actual, mm-hmm. the actual retail box with the Series X in it came in. I mean, like, they literally filled every see, square inch of that, that box. Video with something. What? Of uh, where that mini fridge, where that guy was oh, the mini fridge dude, on top of it, and he was waiting for it to shut off, and it was still, like, running. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it killed the mini fridge. Yeah, Ridiculous. people, if you haven't checked this video out, this person literally breaks a mini fridge, air quotation marks, trying to break a Series X. When the video ended, it wasn't it still on, even though the fridge yeah. was like in a couple pieces. Yeah, it was still running. <laughs> Such a joke. Though. I don't know. I mean, you could have donated that thing to charity, something, a Boys and Girls Club. I just, I mean, it's better oh, ways to get cool. clicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have definitely better off. You, I mean, you want clicks and likes, do some good and just donate it to a charity, whether it's your PlayStation or an Xbox. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever you choose, and I think that would have been, that would have gave you just as much oh, of like that was clicks. at least an entertaining one versus oh, the what people about that just the like inter- set it on fire. <laughs> what uh, about yeah? What about the entertaining tweet from Xbox? Can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vapor into your consoles. (laughs) Dude, Uh. it's like everybody has lost their minds. Like being quarantined and given new consoles, apparently people have been really bored. Back to PlayStation 5, I also saw people posting 
like uh, delivery um, notes, and it was saying that they're being shipped in the actual box itself. No, I think that was Target saying it um, because they're saying like there's not if it's being shipped as a gift, Mm -hmm. there's no way for them to there's no way to hide what it is. So it's not it's not that it was they were ship still shipping in a box apparently someone underneath that was like no this is their disclaimer of saying like if you're shipping as a gift they're gonna oh, know what it is okay. by like they're shipping it from, or something mm-hmm. but yeah there's no way they're doing that because otherwise someone's just gonna jack it in between that so if it, if remember. there's a PS5 just sitting on your porch well, I'm glad you said you cleared that up yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, like uh, someone's instantly gonna steal it. Someone dumpster dived from my empty box out of the dumpster because mm. I went back out there and was like, "That box is gone," and the trash man hasn't came. Someone dug in to grab my digital <laughs> PS5 box. Wow, damn! So if that if they want that and they're willing to go in the dumpster for it, <laughs> you can tell like yeah, those things would all mm-hmm. they would just be. That would be bad on Target's part because they would just be out money because those would just be massively stolen. <laughs> now, if they were just sitting on your pot porch like that. So, again, I've unboxed both the Series X and PlayStation Five, and I gotta say, I gotta agree with Centurion. Um, I just found that Microsoft was in a, a completely different like step above Sony when it came with the. Uh, the unboxing strategies here just it just there's some more elegance to the series x you know when you open it it says power your dreams and that big black brick is just sitting there and it's nice and it's wrapped up mm-hmm. kind of nice and i, I had know. sony fans saying that that was just for the uh influencers the packaging when they were first opening it was like that's not what we're retailers are getting that's oh. just what they gave those special people I'm like mm-hmm. no and th- that's where you can see like that they're kind of like disappointed like that the packaging was like only that. Well, people <laughs> you're like, forget. You're thinking that's like special for special people. That's not for retail. Well, people no, forget how it. how the uh, the Xbox One was packaged too. It was kind of packaged a little similarly. I mean, obviously it was a massive console in itself, but you know it had like I I, I did always appreciate that Microsoft put some effort into their uh, their boxes and how they they make a, a nice presentation for their their console and their products. I've always used their boxes to like ticket places like with the 360 that Mm -hmm. there at least i had the the, like original 360 box that was well packaged um and i used Mm -hmm. the day one box for a bit yeah if i had to move it somewhere i still have mine actually so it's uh collecting dust somewhere but as far as the playstation 5 goes i mean it does the job like i don't think it's as bad as some people make it out to be but like it's very simple and plain and they could have put a little bit more thought into it just you know just saying sony but otherwise i mean i'm just you know it's okay but i'm looking forward to the console uh, while spending more time with them i got demon souls so you know i'm gonna get my ass whooped probably tomorrow night as i uh you know i first play it um i need someone to play on that system and yeah i mean from what i can tell it looks pretty good i just uh you know i hope i don't encounter any of those uh console bricking situations so fingers crossed Mm -hmm. on that fellas um, yeah, just turn it off for now. Don't use rest mode, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, you gotta be careful with that. Rest mode is a, a no-no, apparently, which I do not have it on. But uh, so far, yeah, I mean, it's quiet. Uh, it runs pretty smoothly, and I'm enjoying it. But, you know what, fellas, we will be heading into what's looking like our last topic tonight. 
And it looks like Microsoft isn't the only publisher uh, stocking up on studios. Now, earlier this week, it was announced that Take-Two has acquired UK publisher Codemasters. Now, I mean, to me, this is a pretty big move as Codemasters has a wide range of IP. They've been around for, I think, since the mid-80s. And they specifically for, I mean, the last decade, they've been doing very successfully with uh, racing games such as Formula One. Dirt, Grid, and Onrush, just to name a select few. Now, Jeremy, we've been seeing a lot of big names get brought up lately. Um, Mm -hmm. Is this a good purchase for Take-Two overall? Yeah, I mean, Codemasters is a very good company. Uh, I mean, just they make great racing games. I know that for a fact, but they've published some great titles in the past for Xbox and 360 uh, and Xbox One. Uh, I think some of the top of my head were uh, the very surprising uh, Rise of the Argonauts. I know they didn't develop the game, but they had the foresight to publish the game, uh, which was a great game. And Invader, you're very familiar with the Overlord franchises. Yes. They they also uh, they also published that one. Uh, but they're known for their racing franchises and and for what they have and what kind of resources they have and what they develop for uh i would say that they're uh, you know they're an above average uh, developer you know it's one of these companies to where they make very polished products um of great looking games great playing games the gameplay on these games are outstanding um and it was a good pickup i think i'm not sure why take two would would buy would purchase them uh, just for the simple fact that maybe it's to fill uh, a void, you know, just some sort of void with mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm kind of puzzled by it for sure. Um, so, but I think it was a good move on their part for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, when you look at what Take Two has, I mean, they have a whole bunch of, you know, obviously they have rock stars, so they have these mammoth open world game titles that everyone knows i mean they have they have all kinds of ip but one area that they seem to be lacking in is the racing uh, aspect from what i can tell so i mean if they are addressing anything in their portfolio it would be that section but I, like you said they have a plethora of ip going back ages and i think i think invader would with now with this acquisition they're going to be able to dump more money into Codemasters and make them a household name uh, i think you know some of the resources that they didn't have they now have them with uh you know take two's resources in terms of cash flow and just money overall you're going to see highly polished games that are coming out of this camp um and maybe something new because their their developers, like I said, are very talented. Um, and you know maybe they could bring something else to the table as opposed to just racing games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been something that they've been like really focusing on for again the past like I would say ten to fifteen years. Which is I mean it's not bad to have a specialty by any means, but they've been very successful with that genre for whatever reason. And good on them. Um, I just hope that 
take two doesn't push they they've had one of the more unpopular microtransaction schemes uh, in the industry maybe not as bad as ea obviously but i know that 2k sports uh, has kind of been a big offender there so i really hope that that scheme doesn't make its way into the codemasters racing titles to be honest <laughs> um but we again we've seen a lot of big studios big publishers i mean obviously bethesda was uh just bought by microsoft uh, they're still in the process of making that really official uh obviously codemasters is pretty big it just it seems like there's just gonna be like all these studio like big studios just being bought just to add to uh you know various lineups do you see more coming down the road uh, really soon yeah because the the price of games are are getting to be outrageous astronomical and a lot of these these publishers and uh developers they cannot afford the price tag and uh, more people are less willing to put forth their resources and publish a game uh, because, you know, in this day and age, uh, one game can just break an entire studio uh, if it if it doesn't deliver. Um, because, again, it's it's costing what, you know, at least anywhere from 50 to 500, uh, what, 500 million dollars to make a game. It's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I think in the future you're going to see these smaller companies um, taking over. Um, which is a good thing, you know. You don't want to see talent go away. Uh, I know some of your old favorite favorite uh, companies in general. Just you don't want to see them go away, but that's the nature of of just the industry in general. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I wonder if uh, Codemasters will help Rockstar out with uh, some of the driving mechanics in their games, because as much as I like some of those uh, GTA games, at the same time, so the driving mechanics could use a little bit of polishing, in my opinion. Um, uh, well, that's. <laughs> have you played Watch Dogs? Uh, no, I haven't. So the the driving mechanics in the new Watch Watchdog games are horrendous. It's horrendous. Yeah, I was Horrible. hearing about that actually. I heard that the oh, city environment was really well done, but the driving is absolutely a, a step back. It really. Yeah, I just it feels like a remote. You're controlling a remote control car. Mm. Wow, that's. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, guys, I mean, yeah, Code, Cody's going to Rockstar. That's pretty big. Um, I mean, I'm not, I, I guess I'm not surprised that Microsoft didn't go after them uh, after their big uh, buy of Bethesda and ZeniMax. But, yeah, I could definitely see more, uh, more studios as going to other publishers. So I see, I see uh, a developer like Take Two becoming another. Uh, you know, just hold on one second. Uh, sorry, just another um, uh, Unreal type. You know, as far as how big they are, um, I see them coming that big because Grand Theft Auto is just a cash cow. They paid this. They paid Codemasters with. That Grand Theft Auto money, yo, uh, because that <laughs> that uh, franchise and that Grand Theft Auto Online is a complete cash cow. Uh, it just rakes in money, and it's just ridiculous. Keep in mind, Jeremy, they have 
Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, XCOM, Mac. Yeah, they have Max Payne, Mafia, Civilization, Borderlands, and Bioshock. And that's just naming like you know just stuff off the top of my head. Like they have a right. really impressive pedigree of uh, IP. Right. I mean, the problem is they they release these games. Uh, you know, it's few and far between. A lot of these titles, we just can't wait for them to come out because they're such good titles. Grand Theft Auto takes five. You know, we won't get another Grand. I don't even think we'll get another Grand Theft Auto, considering the fact that, uh, again, Grand Theft Auto Online is just raking in the money and just they can just upgrade it off that. But um, they're not going to build a Grand Theft Auto anytime soon, for sure. I thought they were working on something. Wasn't there some type of announcement or some kind of, you know, uh, teasing? I thought they... No. No? No. Mm, You go look that up. uh, I didn't hear anything. Had it been a big deal, though, if if, if Microsoft would have uh, acquired Codemasters? I don't know if they need them, to be honest with you, Megatron, because they already got... We have Turn 10. We have, you know... Because I, I think Codemasters, I think, racing games. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, to me, it would have been, like, just kind of, eh, meh. There's no point. I mean, there's no point to, mm-hmm. to buy them at all. Why would you buy Codemasters when you have Turn 10, like you said? And Playground mm-hmm. as well. And Playground. For almost course, a yeah. billion. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Well, I mean, they do have a bit of pedigree there for sure, but it just, um, yeah. yeah, for Microsoft though, yeah, it just, it didn't, like, that move just doesn't make a lot of sense. So I can see why they wouldn't have been involved there. But, I mean, Sony, Sony could have gotten in on that, but, uh, Sony can't afford a, a big player. <laughs> even for a billion dollars, they can't, they can't do it. Because so, even if they have the money, it'd be so much bigger risk. Right. They're, of their free capital where for mm-hmm. Microsoft it'd be like a tiny, tiny percentage. Yep. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, I did hear rumblings about not Cody's, but about uh blue point. Possibly there were some rumblings about them. Obviously they were just finished working on demon souls. So I guess that can make sense. They've been pretty uh, chummy the past few years. So there could be something there. But, uh, yeah, I see Sony more or less is getting, like, smaller individual developers. I mean, Insomniac was a good pickup for them, for sure. But I just see something along more of, like, those kinds of lines. But definitely not a big publisher like uh, ZeniMax. But, uh, okay, guys, I think on that note, this episode of TXR will uh, come to a close. And honestly, guys, definitely a really fun chat tonight talking about our hands-on with the new consoles, our likes, dislikes, experiences, and so on with them. Not to mention touching on uh, the whole Codemasters acquisition by Take-Two. Lots of exciting things going on in the industry, and who knows what the heck will happen in the next few days. Everything seems to... All the news seems to drop on Mondays, so I'll keep my ears out, out tomorrow for on that. But honestly, guys, a massive shout-out to everyone that joined us tonight. We appreciate all the good energy coming from all of you in the chat. And if you haven't done so already, guys, drop a like and share this episode out as it really helps out the show. Now let's get to some of these panel outros, uh, starting with Jeremy the Downer. Buddy, good stuff tonight. Where can everybody find you? 
Yeah, so you can find me on uh, Xbox at Downer Space J. Uh, yeah, hit me up on there. Let's play some games or whatever you guys want. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter uh, at LoneMasterWho07. Have a good night. Thanks for uh, for jumping on. Definitely, bud. Definitely. Yeah, give uh, give Jeremy a message. You know, play play some. Uh... CFP, oh. some gears. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Absolutely. Make 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 that motion sickness work. Come on. <laughs> but uh, all right, moving on down the list here. Centurion Pal. Uh how let's uh, see what we got here. Now, yeah, let everybody know where they can follow you at and uh you know, let us know what happens next week with your uh, console situation. Oh, Definitely. Um, definitely we'll have a part two on that whole situation um, because I just want to let people know, you know, obviously these things happen, you know. Uh, but anyways, thank you for being here, everyone. For those interested, if you want to find me, you can find me at Centurion1307 on YouTube, Twitter, and Xbox Live. You can also find me kicking it right here every Sunday night on TXR. And I also do the Shop Podcast every Saturday night as well. And I'm also going to be coming out with a couple videos here, um, hopefully a review on the new headphones I got, and uh, just playing some games. Sounds good. Excellent. I'll look forward to that uh, That um, uh, review. Was it a review or an unboxing? It's kind of a mixture of both, I guess you could say, because I'm weird. I just, I'm not... It's not going to be like a live unboxing. You're not going to see me. There's going to be me taking it out of the box, but I'm not going to be like on camera chatting, you know, lo- doing it live. We'll just say that. I'm not ready to go in front of a camera. I'm shy. What? <laughs> I love the cameras. Love the cameras. I need to get my setup straight so I can get in front of the camera. Yeah, <laughs> but then I show my face on the TXR, and all of a sudden you guys get a strike because a lot of people felt assaulted by my face. And so I just don't want to do that to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, if you feel that way, buddy, don't worry. <laughs> but uh, all right, since you're no worries, no worries. Uh, definitely... please, don't, please don't show your face, please. Oh, I won't. <laughs> don't worry. All right, moving on down the list here, uh, Eric Shockley. Uh, good stuff tonight, uh, bud. Loved your uh, commentary on the PlayStation 5 and uh, Xbox. Where can everybody follow you at? Yep, you can follow me at, at ShockNero on Twitter, EasyShock on Xbox and PSN. Um, but yeah, definitely try out that uh, Auto HDR. It's pretty sweet. Uh, the ones I've been doing it on lately... Uh, I didn't, uh, or sorry, <laughs> Panzer Dragon Orta. Mm-hmm. You can check that out one down Ooh, there. That one's pretty that. good. Nice. The greens, like the forest greens, like the trees really pop. Um, oh, and I tried it in Sonic Adventure 2. Best version of that game with that HDR. Like all those colors pop, like the Sonic Blue. I need to get that Sonic Blue controller as well. Uh, mm-hmm. That downer was showing off. So, but yeah. That is definitely my favorite, one of my favorite features right now with it. So. You mean the Shockley Blue controller? <laughs> the Shockley Blue controller. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm surprised. It's my name. I'm surprised you you haven't nabbed that, have you? Uh, no. I figured I'd just wait on that. I wanted to get a second PS4 controller, but or PS5 controller, but I'm like, I want to get a different color, but they have no other options, which is weird. But. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you would think with all the PS4 combinations, they would at least offer like one other color, but. Right, right. Well, further down the line, they'll probably have some kind of uh, offshoots of the controller. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, good stuff, Shock. And uh, moving on down here, Megatron. Awesome show, man. Where can everybody hey, hey. follow you at? Hey, man, as always, you know, you'll find me on the new Xbox Series X, man. You've been playing some Destiny. I forgot to mention, by the way, that I got Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I've heard great things about. Um, you haven't played friend. it yet? No, not yet, man. Let me tell uh, you, like, tell I, me how that tell me how it turns out. Yeah, I really, I, I, I've been playing it. I really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. See, I'm gonna man, get that. that man. He worked that. hard. He worked hard getting these games over here, man. These, this, this, getting these diversity of games over here at Xbox, man. And I commend him for that. But uh, yeah, you commend him so much. You're waiting from on Destiny like all day. Ah, Jeremy, Jeremy. Um, but yeah, so I've been pl- I'm gonna try out Yakuza sometime this week. Been hindered because of these just nagging back pain I've been having. Um, didn't think I was gonna make it through the show, but I'm glad I made it through the show. I'm glad everyone came out. Everyone gave their impressions, man. You can find me on, like I said, the Xbox Series X. Hit me up. My gamer tag is Megatron uh, One. You can find me on Twitter, uh, talking about anything and everything, uh, mostly gaming. And um, yeah, my uh, Twitter handle is Megatron underscore one nine seven five. Yep, good times, man. Good show. Definitely. Uh, Tim had to step out early. He was on the go, but of course, you can uh, find all of Tim's details in the description down below. If you want to add him on Twitter or check out his uh, his profile on Xbox, go right ahead. Um, and of course, guys, I'm Invader, and you can find me and my content on YouTube at Invader Gaming, and I'm active on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. Guys, fantastic show tonight, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and we cannot wait to see you all here at the same time next week. Until next week, guys, next Sunday, have a good one. See ya.